Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Oh my God, we just we just made it today. <laughs> we've been here. We've all been here. We've been sitting here. We've been having a really great time. Nothing going away. on. Just ha- just you chatting away. Like, oh, like, we should. Oh, try. Chris. Chris. By the way, Chris is on the porch for us today. Hi, Chris. Hi, guys. And he's like, wait, we got one minute to go. Wait, wait, wait we didn't we even. Do we've this. done nothing today. <laughs> It's kind of ridiculous. We're really, we're really comfortable. We've had half a podcast already without doing anything. <laughs> That's true. We were killing it. Where, where oh we? You guys missed it all. Sorry. We're done. Good night. Have a good day. All right. So um, we, we say that we've been sitting here talking and getting to know everybody. I don't even know who these guys are. Help me I out. know. Let me introduce you. This is Dylan Church and Janine Negron, Dr. Janine Negron from Thrive Healing and Performance. They're fairly new members of the chamber. We're happy to have them. Yay. Welcome. Also, Yay, they're also happens. our presenters in, for our March breakfast. Did awesome. you know we have breakfast once a month? I usually have it every day. I was going to say, every morning. Right? <laughs> ha ha. Our networking breakfast. Oh. Oh. Yeah, we have our, EMAC has our networking breakfast once a month, where you get a chance to network, meet people, and then you get some business, some This is not podcasting coffee? This is podcasting. No, it's not podcasting coffee. That's usually what my breakfast is, is a cup of coffee. Well, so, so you got me confused, Tim. Okay. It's not so, hard. No, it's not. It's really not. <laughs> what day it is yes we did oh yeah. what we didn't it's friday we did i started with friday did you yes go on move all right on. maybe i should leave the room maybe i'm not doing a good no, job today we'll okay just move on okay but i think it's the last friday of february woohoo it is it is woo woo it took me a second there it did it did um so let's go back okay this so is breakfast. podcast and coffee <laughs> and tim's having coffee for breakfast right on march 10th we're gonna have our monthly networking breakfast which this month for for march it's called pandemic fatigue de-stress relax and breathe with our health and wellness team our health and wellness committee and they're going to be offering different different um you know ideas the ways their businesses help you get yourself physically mentally and just well. And the, the more healthy you are, the more you're paying attention to yourself, the better you can deal with your business, your life, your kids. That's very cool. You know, other stuff that's going on. Yeah, so it's really it's really important. And it, you guys think, I think somebody's getting brief things you can do during the day, right? While you're at work, sitting at your desk. Yeah, relaxing. I'm going to be taking over and doing um, maybe like a 10 or 15 minute kind of guided exercise um, that kind of helps along with the, the title and theme of the breakfast. Um, something that we use a lot actually in the office when uh, when we're beginning rehab or when you know we kind of need to take somebody into a different state of mind before we get into the rehab um, so it's it's gonna be a good time great great I'm looking forward to it it's gonna be very interactive so don't dress up wear sweats because I think we're getting we had Jim from Aikido on here I think he's gonna do us a little Aikido Kelly's gonna help us do a little bit of meditation it's gonna be really awesome so mm-hmm. we're gonna feel really great after that that hour um, and then we have our other, not breakfast, but coffee. We have conversation and coffee on the third Thursday of every month. Lots of coffee. We, we, you know, yeah, we do drink a lot. <laughs> and I haven't had any, and I'm like, da, 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 da. Yeah, I feel that on a personal level. <laughs> <laughs> our conversation and coffee is something we've come up with in the last three months. It's been really cool. It's one hour of just a Zoom where we have a business topic. This month we're talking about setting those boundaries. Janine, you were just talking about your daughter who's yeah. like smack dab in front of your face when you're trying to work from home. Yep. How to set the boundaries between work and home when you're working from home. 
um, and and to get not work all the time. We had somebody who was talking about the fact that, you know, he's like, I'm home, it's the winter, we're not outside doing anything, so I might as well work on Saturday and Sunday, too, and there's right. no break for yourself. So we're going to be talking about how people are handling that. You know, we had this conversation about two months ago. And, yeah. And, you know, it's like, how do you set those boundaries? And and there were several people, including myself, and I was probably the biggest one, who said, that, you know, I really didn't need the boundaries at home, that, it, you know, I've worked that way in the last two months, that has definitely changed. Yeah. You know, the you know, all of a sudden you look down and it's ten o'clock at night and you've just finished your last Zoom call and you got another one seven o'clock the next morning and you know, the customers are calling any time and you know, you've just gotten everybody used to that and all of a sudden, you know, you haven't left the house nor taken a shower in two days. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, it really is kind of a change, you know, and that's because you don't have to do your hair. I did my hair today. Come today on. you did, but you didn't have to do it yesterday, maybe. <laughs> So in need of a haircut. Thank you so much for that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it 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 really is. It, so we're we're definitely looking to, to find out how everybody else is doing that and how, you know, this is probably the worst part of the pandemic, at least for me, because we've been so locked down over the last couple of months. Mm-hmm. It's tough on a normal winter. Right. So this winter, you know, you're not going out anywhere. You know, none of the the normal Super Bowl parties or another thing. So we got to figure out how to do that. Right. And uh, right. you know, these Zoom at, these at, Zoom calls really have developed something that's that's really quite fun and you do get to know like when you're in a zoom call you know there's networking on zoom but networking on zoom has been really cool because you're actually staring at everybody you see their whole body language and you're looking at everybody at once and when you're networking you're usually talking to one or two people um, and yes, you're getting to know them, but these we've found that these small groups on Zoom have been really you really get to know Far a more lot. Intimate. Yeah, very intimate, and you do get to know a lot more about a person right. and their pets. You know, Mikey, I'm disappointed if Mikey doesn't start coming with us in person, you know, because Mikey, the black cat, loves to walk in front of Chris like this. So, you know, we're going to miss that. But on the 18th, we're also having our first in-person event. Yeah. We are. We're our ENG committee, Emacs Next Generation, planned a partial fundraiser for Monmouth County SPCA at Proving Ground in Highlands um, from, I forgot the time, I think it's four o'clock. At Proving Ground Highlands, ENG, it's a uh, it's a benefit for Monmouth County SPCA, and it is a March Madness kickoff. Okay. Originally, when they planned it, March Madness was going on. <laughs> then they changed the date of the basketball, so we're kicking it off with like one game before the whole thing starts. But you know, we go with the flow. We'll just do post post we'll uh, just, St. We'll Patrick's just, yeah. Day. Yeah, we'll, just, yeah. Yeah, we'll do. You know, what we'll really do is, hey, let's get together, drink, and go out in public. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have snacks too. Proving Ground is helping us with snacks too, so we give them a shout out for that. We do, we do provide food, and then Tim, tell us about our after hours for March because it is going to be fun. So, you know, the, with Zoom fatigue and looking at each other and just talking, it's kind of gotten a little bit old. So we're reinventing the Zoom call, and <laughs> rather than just you know doing our networking um, cocktail hour type of thing, we're actually having game night and we're playing code names and breaking up into teams and we we did a practice run uh, a couple of nights last week sometime and uh it was, it was kind of crazy we're gonna have to do some modifications like mic uh, muting uh, oh no that's <laughs> the whole fun of it oh my goodness i couldn't join for the game part so i just listened to them play and it was i laughed so hard yeah i've i've since gotten a mic that people can actually hear me now so that's good yeah that, that'll be a little bit different <laughs> Did you steal one from here? No. I had, I had to return the one I stole the day the, of the shutdown. You, the day of shutdown that you borrowed, yes. yes. You did borrow one. Yes. Ming finally said, hey, 
hey, could I get that, that camera back? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, all right. right. I had it back within, what, 45 minutes, something like that. So I was pretty happy about that. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing that on, what, what's the date on that? Uh, the, that is the 23rd of March. And, Chris, I've lost my screen again. So on the 23rd of March, that as well as all of our other events, you can go to emac.org and to our events and sign up for it. Um, each one of these does have a, a small contribution to help out the chamber and make sure that we continue running, and we definitely need some help doing that. Um, and then we have Spinnaker coming up on June 9th, 10th. June 9th. June 9th. And our Here, Spinnaker Awards. Me. I got it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. And our Spinnaker Awards are going to be? At the Sheraton. At the Sheridan. On June 9th, we're going to do, it's going to be really nice. So we're going to do, last year we had the grand ballroom and the atrium outside, the, out in front, you know. This time we actually get the patio outside, so we're encouraging everybody to come. It's going to be in June, so it'll be warm. Mm -hmm. um, usually it's the end of January. It's kind of chilly. <laughs> so we're going to encourage everybody to come out on the patio. Registration will be there. We can have some cocktails out on the patio, use the atrium, and then go into the ballroom, you know, for the presentation. But, you know, allowing for a lot of distance and all that kind of stuff. So it's going to be awesome. It's a great patio. We had a breakfast there. Yeah. We had some extra guests there, but that's all right. They won't be there in June. They won't be. No, the, the bees. They, right. I, I'm still trying to track them down for payment, too, because it was a lot of them, and we could have really had that income would have been nice if the yes. bees had paid. Oh, but man. they just came uninvited, and un they didn't pay or register. <laughs> so we can't email them all our events. It's really annoying. Um, we actually will be going back to live breakfast in um, live networking breakfasts in April. Yay. Yay. We're going to keep some Zoom. But we're going to try to go back to as much. Yeah, now that Zoom's we can be outside a little bit more, we just, right. you know, I think all of us want to be outside. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and I think Zoom's here to stay. There's a lot of reasons to do it. There's a lot of reasons to, you know, be, be remote and not have to travel to places. Um, but these networking events and, uh, you know, they, they, the more that we can do in person, the better. Just getting out of the house. Uh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah. I was noticing the other day it was so nice. We actually went. Elaine was working in the office and she, she was so nice. We're like, she's like, it's really nice outside. Let's walk down in town and get lunch. I'm like, okay. So we actually did. We went out, we got lunch. We brought it back to the office and ate because it was a little too cold to sit for an extended time for right. us. But um, it was nice to get out and walk around. The sun was out. It felt so good. And I kept, I did see people outside eating and I'm thinking, this is going to come right back and it wasn't really gone that long. So <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, you know what I wanted to talk about? What? Did you know I was I was telling Janine and D and Dylan before we started that our best performing posts on social media are announcing this podcast, mm -hmm. and we are starting to our followers are growing on our podcast and everything. Did you know that you can now sponsor a podcast and get a commercial? Oh, no. Yeah, well, it's really cool because you and I get to do the commercial for them in the top of the show. Well, no, we can have them call in on Zoom. They know oh, they could do, do that. that too now, so yeah. they could call in on Zoom and do that. Do we but have a commercial today? We don't, because oh. we just we just announced these, so they're just going out. But it's fifty dollars. Wow! And I mean that commercial lives on our podcast, um, on our Facebook page, on our website for um, ever, ever, yeah, forever. And it's you want how much it is? It's only fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right. Right. You guys are gonna do the next one, right? I'm just kidding. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but it is concept, a good. Yeah. It's a good. Yeah, it's, it's a good deal, right? I mean, we have to. That's one of the nicest things about the chamber is we should. We're like we try to be a marketing partner. Mm -hmm. we, we've done e-blast for you guys. Yes. You know, send yep. some stuff yeah. out. We're trying to. So tell do, me how that worked out for you. 
Um, I'm I going think... for a commercial for us. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we I think we got uh, a pretty decent response actually. Um, I think the 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 mailing list was was fairly significant, especially in the Monmouth County area. So we did get a lot of traffic, um, you know, to our, our newly launched website at that point, cool. which was great. Right. Um, and you know, we had some very interesting conversations with people that I think we you know wouldn't normally have with you guys had helped out. So thank you. Great. So did you do a single package, or was it one of the packages? Um, a single. They did their email. free renewal oh. because when you join the chamber, you get one free e blast. Wow. You get one free podcast, not here. You can do your own. You call Ming. Ming sets you up. You guys have your own podcast for free. And then if you like it, you get a discount on doing more. Good to know. That's actually yeah. very good to Isn't that know. good yeah. to know? Isn't yeah. that awesome? Yeah, well, I was going to say, it's, it's both of our first time doing a podcast. So if it goes very well. Yeah. Yeah. Ming, yeah. Well with it. yeah. Ming, Ming, yeah. <laughs> so the nice thing about what the Chamber really tries to do is our job is to promote businesses. And we offer opportunities for people to sponsor events so that they get a lot of all of our social media, all of our pre-event advertising. We talk about them as much as we can. We actually this year have a corporate partner who's sponsored everything for us, um, Packaging Distribution Resources in Island. And um, we thank PDR very much for being our corporate partner. And you know we have sponsors for our big events, but we have sponsors for every breakfast. We have sponsors. We actually have something right now, Zoom, two for Zoom. So if you wanted to sponsor one of the Zooms in one month, you could get, it, you get to sponsor both Zooms in one month. So it's you know pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we had a, have a lot going on and a lot of opportunities for our members to use our marketing outreach to reach more people than they would have on their own. But so. it's, it's actually more effective by, by marketing to people that are in an association that you're part of already. Right. You're already building your relationships with those people and then you're reinforcing that. So it's, it's just a reinforced marketing effort. By the time you've done your third event, which is going to be the, the breakfast, you know, people are going to have knowing your name pretty well, and then you add another marketing package to that. You know, four pack of, of e blasts or something like that, not specifically to you, to, to our membership. Mm -hmm. That really starts to make a difference because you're not going to walk into the Chamber of Commerce and the next week have people calling your phone number. Right. You've got to participate, be here, yeah. right. and you've got to show who you are before it really starts to take off for you, and, and it does. Yeah, it, it really does. Like, it, like when it comes to marketing especially us as a, as a new new business and a new company repetition is key you have yep. to make sure that you're right. engaged and interacting uh, right. and, and it, it does pay off when did yeah. you guys open um we we officially opened in colts neck at the beginning of december yeah so early now yeah we were seeing uh we were seeing some people um there who you know we had been kind of like coaching and doing some stuff a little bit earlier than that and you know, we're they were just super excited to be able to come to a place finally, um, and and be able to hang out with us and and us be able to help kind of coach them through what they need to get through. Great. So, well, we know that your wellness, health and wellness, but mm -hmm. that's a big broad category. Sure. So, why don't you guys tell us what Thrive is, and then you can each tell us about yourselves and why you're qualified to run such an amazing business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you. There you go. Sure. All right, so Thrive Healing and Performance. I'm a physical therapist. Dylan is an athletic trainer. So we offer those particular services at Thrive Healing and Performance, but we take more of a holistic approach when it comes to healthcare, health and wellness. So we don't strictly offer just medical type of services. Um, we offer what's called recovery services. So if you're a weekend warrior or an athlete, uh, you can come to us and get some body work as well. 
just to get your body back to kind of where it needs to be, decrease some of that soreness type of thing. But again, just taking more of a holistic approach to healthcare, health and wellness. Um, you know, we look at the whole body. If you come in with a shoulder injury, for example, we're not just gonna, you know, take a very small lens and look at the shoulder. We're gonna look at the whole thing, your alignment, your rib cage, how you're moving, all the way down to the pelvis, because believe it or not, it will relate, everything's connected. So um, again, that's kind of what makes us different. Um, you know, uh, my background, Dylan's background, we have very specific things that we've done in the past. I used to be a professional dancer. I was gonna say, yeah. you're telling me this, the physical therapy thing, and I'm looking at the picture we posted of you, and I'm like, yeah, that's not really what it is in that picture. <laughs> you're right, you're absolutely right. And it's Dylan awesome. Used to do soccer professionally too yeah. so you know we have very specific backgrounds where we can help individuals because we've been there and I think that's also what makes us different I think it's huge yeah if you have the experience mm -hmm. yeah yeah we kind of like the whole basis for kind of what we do is we use we, we look at the body as an entire system rather than you know just your shoulder being a different joint in its own system than your hip than your foot your knee ankle stuff like that um, so we, we really try to incorporate um, that systematic approach to helping with, with injury healing um, and we try and really leverage the body as an amazing organism to be able to help heal itself. We, we, what we do is we put your body in the best possible state to get better. Um, and you know whether that's in conjunction with you know other local physicians that are uh, heavy in uh, regenerative medicine. Like I, I used to work with a, a physician that you know is very uh, heavy in regenerative medicine, and I've seen some fantastic uh, results, uh, especially with like some shoulder injuries, which mm -hmm. I happen to uh, more take more of an interest and specialize in um, because that was more of his purview. And um, you know, I, I think you know it's such an awesome approach to finally be able to take that idea and concept and move it into a business that Janine and I both believe in um, is, is really incredible. It's, you know, I, I do, I get massages a lot and it's not for the go to the spa and get the massage. It is truly massage therapy. I mm -hmm. mean, like the things that my massage therapists do with my body is insane. That sounds really creepy, but <laughs> it, whatever. We'll just let it go. Okay, let it go, Jennifer, <laughs> let it go. Um, but the other day I went in and I was so sore that the, I felt so relaxed when I left, mm -hmm. but the amount of work she did, my body was fried the next day because all the muscles even though she only touched a few areas my whole body you could tell was all like those were released so everything else was releasing so it was all trying to put itself back together sure. and heal and it's connected it's all that what's that song that the guy from um the hip bones oh, i'm not supposed to sing the you know <laughs> hey, the guy from fonzie <laughs> <laughs> i know he tells me not to sing all the time the fonzie guy the fonzie's fonzie oh you guys are too young what am i arthur Fonzarelli. Arthur Fonzarelli, but they had the the gut, the friend, and he went to school and he sang the whole body song, the hip bones connected to the da 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 da. Yeah, da, da, da can't sing, but you know what I'm talking. So it is okay. That was a long story that should have been a much more pointful, but you guys are way too young to remember all that. So never mind. And you were useless. I have no <laughs> idea where you're going right now. <laughs> I I went there. I'm back now. Forget it. <laughs> When we were talking about the podcast and Dylan and Janine were nervous, I'm like, really, don't worry about it. We just hear it talk, and I'll make the biggest fool myself than anybody, so we don't have to worry about it. And and those that listen know this is very true of me. So, so, so Tim, take it away. Let's put it back on track, Tim. So, you opened 
you you have one location or multiple locations? We have Sorry. we have one location okay. uh, in Colts Neck. Awesome. And you open that? Say that again. Right at the beginning of December. That's an interesting time to start. So tell me, like, when all those people who are listening to us, who who how would you describe the person that needs to walk into your office right now? We we typically see athletes in the active population. Um, like we've had we've had. So say that in English for me. So just kind of like how Janine said before, um, people that, you know, could be weekend warriors, people that are extremely active in their daily life. Um, weekend warriors, do you mean like partiers on the weekend that no. have to regenerate their body? Who are you talking like weekend warriors who train that's, for that's a, marathons? That's a whole and, other okay. purview. No, that's, over, that's, over, yeah. that's over in Shrewsbury. It's $250 a shot. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we, we see athletes. We see people that that put their body to the test physically uh, on a regular basis. Um, like for example, um, you know, she's had quite a few uh, very high level young dancers come in uh, very recently actually. Um, and some of these, some of these girls at, at that age, like they are, they're incredible at their sport, but you know, part of her job and part of mine is to make sure that we get them to a state where they can really maintain themselves and have a good, healthy, long, uh, long career. Um, and whatever they want to do, because I know like my career wasn't as long as I really wish it would, same. and I know Janine feels the same way. Um, like for example, so, like I also I also have like a basketball player that I work with. Um, that's a professional basketball player that's done stuff in in Europe and has been really active in the states. Um, he's he's thirty thirty four. Don't 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 beat me up when you hear this, but I think he's around thirty four. But he's he's looking to go back, and we're we're getting him there, and he's making such great progress. Um, and, and that's the kind of stuff that we live for. Those are the types of people that, that we, that we really see and we really hope excel. Yeah. I mean, and I would say, you know, from a parent's perspective, um, uh, my, my son is a competitive swimmer and a lot of parents will, uh, you know, kind of, they don't have a lot of guidance in terms of like, if their kid is an athlete, you know, how, what's the best pathway? And, um, you know, there's this thing called early specialization where kids are kind of specializing in one sport younger and younger and younger. Mm -hmm. They don't really have that diversity of movement by continuing to take other sports mm -hmm. and things like that. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of the younger, younger and younger kids that I'm seeing are those kids that decided to specialize at nine years old. And some of my dancers who are like some nine, 10 year olds doing 20 hours a week. And it's a lot on little tiny body, bodies. It's like a that. lot on anybody. It's a lot on anybody. And so, you know, I'm here to kind of help those kids through that. And, you know, you hear, like, you were talking about the professional sports, and I think yeah. dancers the same thing. How many dancers do you know that are dancing at 50? It, because of the, the, the physical yeah. strain on your body. And when you're starting as early as 9 and 10 years old, you you're using those joints way more than they're meant to be used. Mm -hmm. and, Absolutely. And as we said with everything connected, so you know, your toes might be really strong because you're doing toe dancing, but your knees and your lower spine, mm -hmm. you have to have the strength there and your core to hold all that together. And if it's you're not taking connected. care of all it's of all it. Connected. all connected. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy you said that too because that's exactly what it is, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I uh, my dance career ended for a hip injury. And it was an overuse injury. I was just doing too much for too many years. Had I known somebody that specialized in dance that was in the healthcare profession, 
you know, I wish I had that. Right. I really do. I right. wish I had that. So. And no. again, like what you're saying with the younger and younger specializi specializing in the kids, mm -hmm. you know, that's with college costs going up, the way to get them to school is, is get yeah. them on a scholarship. And these kids are working hard. I, I feel that on a early. personal that's, level. That's the My, yeah, that is the and, moderator. You know, I'll tell, I've told this story before. One of the other health and wellness members um, I see for nutrition and, um, she did a measurement on my body when I first started. Mm -hmm. I'm 54 years old. My body was 90. <clears throat> my body age was 90, and I felt every bit of it. Yeah, and and I'm thing. now down. I am actually, have to say, I'm now down to 58. I was just going to tell you, like okay. that, that number is not, is not a set in stone no. thing. Like, you, you can, can reverse it. You can. Absolutely. You can. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and I feel a lot better. And so it's, it's the whole overall, overall, the more, and I think the knowledge, you guys have the knowledge and I'm sure when you're explaining this to your athletes and your clients, you're explaining to them the knowledge that goes with that. You're teaching them yes. as well. Yes. And knowledge is such power. The really smart mm -hmm. people have said that forever. Yeah. You know, we always said the nerds would rule the world because the knowledge really is the power. And the more you know about this, the stronger you are in all areas. Yeah, patient and athlete uh, education is probably one of our utmost, uh, of utmost importance to us and is high on the priority list. Yeah. Um, even for even for both of us, like I know um, outside of like the, the patient, client and, and athlete education, like we have other clinicians, we have students. I've, I've taught students in the past. Um, at some of my, my previous jobs that I've been at, I've taken on the responsibility of, of teaching young athletic trainers what, what to do, how to, how to basically like take in the information that you're getting and, and think freely and, and apply based on uh, the knowledge that you're receiving. And I know like she's had some, uh, some physical therapy students that are wanting to come and, and take a look at what she has to offer. And I think the two of us combined like really want to push that educational, uh, that educational like you know, background behind the way that clinicians go ahead and treat. Mm -hmm. And then there's the education and then there's the application. And we want to make sure that they take that knowledge that they get and they apply it just like we do with our, our athletes. Take the knowledge that we're giving you in rehab and apply it to your sport and we never underestimate uh you know what our patients can understand oh yeah you know no. i mean you, you know you'd be surprised even what the little ones understand mm -hmm. so you know especially if you put it in terms where they're yeah. using okay yes. look at look at this you know your knees because you're in first position all the time your feet are always going to stand like this if you don't work on the rest of your muscles to right I, I danced a little bit when I was here. Could you my, tell? I, I can my, tell. My wife did too. So she'll, she'll be happy. She'll be Don't happy. ask me a thing about soccer. I just watched my girls play a little bit when they were younger. But yeah, um, and it's true. I mean, the the, the stuff that you even you, you look at Tom Brady, and nobody thought Brady he Campbell. could do what he's done because of mm -hmm. his age. But he's obviously learned a lot and taken care of his overall body for years longer. And mm -hmm. you know, he's not burning out as early as some of the other athletes and I think that's, that's such huge. a key to the yeah. future yep. so you you deal with the professional athlete when do they come to see you they you know or when should they come to see you? they <laughs> two different questions well yeah. it, and it, it has a couple different answers so yeah. for for us um, coming from the healthcare perspective prevention is the best way just like with Tom Brady Everything that he does is preventative in nature to help him sustain a long and successful career. That's what we want for all of our athletes. Um, 
we suggest that they come to us before the wheels fall off and that's actually it's and that that actually reminds me of something that uh somebody that i actually follow on social media that um you know is a really big has had a really big impact on the way that i think um has really put it in a very good way that you know don't wait until the wheels fall off before you come and see us because it's that much harder to get us back uh to to tip top uh, performance and mm -hmm. um you know that's what our general recommendation is but we you know we see people you know pre-injury post-injury um after their after they've broken that pain barrier and they're no longer in pain and we are a part of that reconditioning process as well because you know another thing that that we actually put up on our socials recently was um you know just because you're in pain or rather i'm sorry just because you're out of pain does not mean you're ready to go back you know, right. there's so much more to it than just, oh, I feel okay, let me go. Like, you, you're still at such a great, uh, uh, such a, a greater risk of injury. And that's, like, education and, like, all of that when we talk to our athletes is what really needs to come through and help them understand. I'm interested in how the two of you found each other and created this <laughs> partnership. <laughs> we worked together previously um, at another company. That's how we found each other. Um, and yeah, sometimes it does seem a little bit uh, of a stretch, me being more in the dance realm and, you know, him being more in like the athletes, bodybuilders, that type of thing. That, but, to me, that, that's not a stretch to me. Like to me, that makes so much well, sense. Well, but, it does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, you know, there's a lot that the, the weight pushers can learn from the mobility people uh -huh. and vice versa. Oh, there's a movie. So, there's a movie where The Rock takes ballet for, for yes, football. Yes, yes. I love that stuff. <laughs> Any of, the, yeah. any of the really successful, successful bodybuilders in the past, like, um, like you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, you take a look at Ronnie Coleman, you take a look at all these. They took ballet. They, they all took ballet. <laughs> yeah, they and all, you know they what? all we, took ballet. And, and we, actually, we actually talked to uh, that basketball player that I work with, and he took ballet and he for took a little ballet. bit. He took a couple of ballet classes. Yeah. And it's reinforced, like, some of our rehab stems sure. from very, very, like, foundational dance like <laughs> exercises and they work well they work. You know, and the thing with ballet is ballet is slow you have to it's put your movement. it's controlled you have to put your body in the right positions and then make a fluid movement mm -hmm. and that's control all over the place yeah. um, and i would say ballet is definitely one of the harder we have dance. we have this conversation yes. a lot. Who are who yes. are the best athletes in the world? And you know we we're sitting there like, is it like football players? Is it mixed martial artists? Is it basketball players? It's gymnasts and dancers. They are they're they're the most fluidly controlled on the ground in the air. They need to be able to accelerate, decelerate, and and have all that in one package yeah. and they consistently do it all the time. And the interesting part is I think when I was growing up, dance wasn't a sport you know when which yeah. is a shame you know it, it yeah dance wasn't a sport gymnastics was mm -hmm. but dance was not a sport cheerleading was not a sport you know that's and, and i'm not whatever i got over i got <laughs> yeah. over it when you're hurt, i got over it but how you. is it not a sport whatever. yeah <laughs> i got over it i got over it i know what i did so and, exactly. and some of the and even as an athletic trainer like some of the most catastrophic injuries that we've seen have been from cheerleaders you know why because oh. because you have your bases that are throwing their flyers you know, almost like up to like two stories in the air. Sometimes, if you get a good, get a good uh, jump, and you know what, like them, those imp those head impacts, like they're traumatic. They're very, very traumatic. Mm -hmm. And 
I've I've been present for some of them, which you know I've had to take care of along with fellow athletic trainers at other events. But you know, they, like that's why like I, I get not like upset, but like I like to challenge those people. They're like, oh, it's not a sport. Well, tell me why not. Tell, yeah. tell me how that's different. <laughs> tell me how. That's yeah. Different. Tell me how that person in pristine mm -hmm. physical condition, mental condition, holding the life of someone else in their hands. Yeah. You know. Um, and on their backs, and on their knees, and like, um, sure. yeah, cheerleaded too. If you can't tell that, <laughs> you're a busy bee. You know, I was, I was, I was uh, physically not so much anymore. You know, it's the one thing where I need a little. I need some work on that. But I was good when the gyms were open. I haven't been so good at home. <laughs> and my daughter, the 25 year old that I was talking about, she's actually an ACE certified instructor. Okay. And very in tune to body. She has a whole, um, she actually was co-host the day Camille was here okay. um, from Soul Focus. And, uh, you know, she's very into nutrition, very into her body, very, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff she learned in college and just does it, not, not a major, just what she does mm -hmm. with herself. And she has a whole fitness blog that she does on Instagram. And, mm -hmm. um, and it's all about her, you know, just taking care of yourself and don't worry about what other people are thinking, but just do what's best for you and give yourself a break you know, give your, don't be so hard on yourself, you know, understand yourself and, but work to be the best you can, but the overall body and it's huge. Sorry. <laughs> I digressed. Sorry. So Sorry, Jess. <laughs> selling your business for you, honey. Um, just kidding. <laughs> so, so right. I, right. Oh my God. Mothers are the worst, but, but they don't, they don't my listen to my too. podcast. So I okay. love her. She's great. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so tell me what's going on with the, uh, health and wellness committee. Um, so the health and wellness committee, uh, was something that like when we were looking to open up business in a place, um, we were looking really at those, those community, uh, bonds that, you know, really kind of like help business, you know, progress, but also so that we can help other businesses progress. Um, we, we love the, the opportunity for collaboration. That's actually one of, you know, the, the, the previous, job that the both of us came from it was so collaboration heavy it was you know coordinating between uh physicians myself and other athletic trainers other physical therapists occupational therapists and chiropractors uh, acupuncturists we were all kind of working you know singular cases together and handing people through that process getting people to where they need to be and that's um that's that's huge so we kind of like took that and wanted to make sure that we uh take that to wherever we go um, so through the committee you know we've you know wanted to get together with like-minded individuals that you know are ready to kind of push that in the community and you know it's been it's been great so far it's been a very welcoming first two months in the committee and uh, it's been it's been good so what do you guys have going on next for the health and wellness yeah. uh, we have um, like we're doing that um, the breakfast in March yeah. So uh, I'm going to be leading um, an, an exercise that we utilize as kind of like a foundational exercise for us, um, kind of to the committee via Zoom. Um, and, you know, kind of giving somebody, uh, these people a little bit of a taste of how we like to utilize, you know, and I, I kind of like don't necessarily like to use this word, but corrective exercise, but something that's going to get your, your body in a proper position to perform. It's not something that should be used in, in you know, supplement to act like full exercise because you need full excursion of, of joints and, and muscles and, and stuff like that. But, you know, taking people through that kind of gives them an insight into what we do uh, and, and how we're different. 
from okay. a lot of these other places. Yeah. And so we're going to have, I think for the breakfast, um, you're doing that. Like we said, Jim from mm -hmm. um, Aikido Red Bank is doing some of his exercises. Mm -hmm. Which I'm excited for. Yeah, it's going to be really yeah. great. Um, Camille, I think, is talking about vitamins and the importance of vitamins. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Kelly's doing the breathing. It's at least 10, section, 10, se 10 minutes for each section, I think. Mm -hmm. One of the things that's unique about the Health and Wellness Committee is it's the only committee we have like this that is industry specific. Um, and it was started by John Murdoch, who mm -hmm. is, he's actually an attorney. Yeah, I know. But he does the attorney, he um, is an attorney for many health wellness type businesses. So, yeah, and he's also. He's on the board for the, uh, the acupuncturist too. And he is actually a black belt, black belt in Aikido. Or, oh, well, I don't know if it's black belt and something, because I don't know if Aikido does belts, but he, and he is an Aikido instructor. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he's he, the health and wellness is really important to him, being able to mentally function and keep himself together. So he's like, I want to bring together people who all think the same so that they can interact and share about each other's businesses. So you guys have been pretty much acting within yourselves. You meet regularly once a month, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. you, you present, your different members present what they do. Um, and then this is the first thing you're really bringing yourselves outside of your little group to the rest of us, which we're really excited about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, so, uh, so us too, man. We're, we're really, really excited to be able to talk to you guys today. So we're very, we're, we're excited. You can register for that event, by the way. Yep. At emac.org emac on yeah. events. Absolutely. <laughs> so what else do you have in the planning stages that hasn't been announced? What are you thinking? Like, where do you, where's the long-term uh, goal of the, the committee? Um... The long term of the committee, um, I think, is really trying to focus on, like, just like you guys are talking about before with those networking events. Um, at least, at least for now, I know we're we're trying to play within the confines of, of the world right now. So it's it's a it's hard to plan for those super long term uh, kind of end game goals, and you know we're kind of like breaking them up into shorter. Um, kind of like stepping stones in between and making sure that we can kind of hit those in stride uh, and, and keep going forward. And I think we're, we're doing great, uh, you know, with that and combining all the businesses in the community that are like-minded in health, health and wellness to, you know, really, really give that to the people in a time when health and wellness is, is, is of the utmost need right now. So other people in the industry, like how do they join you? How do they become part of what you're doing? Um, I mean, they they have to they have to go ahead and, and reach out. I mean, you know, we, you know, as we start to get new new companies that kind of focus on the same kind of thing in the community, we have to you know introduce ourselves, reach out, uh, and let them let them into to our community. And um, we're and we're totally open to you know if a business wants to partner with us, mm -hmm. giving their clients discounts and vice versa. You know, just to, to start to, to meld to and meld. come together with mm -hmm. the so other I businesses. Yeah. Well, one of the, isn't um, Tom Duffy on the committee? Jersey Shore Financial? Mm. I thought he was on the committee because he deals with the phys uh, uh, like the physical financial. financial wellness and keeping all that and and I, health. No, you know what? I think so. He did give he did give a presentation, I think, actually on, on our first EMAC meeting yeah. um, mm -hmm. for the Health and Wellness Committee. So anybody who wanted to be part of this committee would have to be a member of EMAC. Yes. Yes. Very important. Mm -hmm. And why are you members of EMAC? <laughs> you guys have been super yeah. welcoming um, to us in the beginning. Um, it's a great way to network, to be able to 
bring your ideas to the community and to be able to take ideas from the community and apply them uh, wherever wherever you see fit. Uh, that exchange of ideas and that, that, that exchange of knowledge is, is yeah. great. I mean, everything that you talked about in the beginning of, of the podcast mm-hmm. is why we joined the it's community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, guys so, are, and you guys are active. You guys are very active. Exactly. You, you get people that, you know, go, go to these other committees and, you know, they just kind of, like, go through the motions. They're there as, like, a resource. But you guys are, you guys yeah, are doing a very good job. you're doing things. It's great. We're trying. We're also a resource. We like people to know that we're here. <laughs> we have a lot of information. One of the things that's really cool about a business like yours and, a, and EMAC is that you guys are just, you came from a business, but you left somebody else running a business to run your own business. But mm-hmm. you also are working in your business because you, you know, you have to have, you have to work on the business, but you yeah. have to work in the business. Mm-hmm. And the nice thing is that you have a whole bunch of people who have it, are in various stages of running their own businesses as well. Mm-hmm. So right. there's a wealth of knowledge outside of your industry, mm-hmm. right. but that sure. address you as all sorts of business owners. Because yeah. regardless of their type, type of business, business owners face similar situations. 100%. And so yeah. you've got a wealth of knowledge coming from that, and then those business owners can reach out to you about things they're interested in and something different. So you mentioned sharing discounts and stuff, and I don't know if this is something you guys know about or have taken advantage of yet, mm-hmm. and if you have and I don't remember, be, please forgive me. <laughs> but um, EMAC also offers our members the ability to offer member discounts. We have that posting on our website. You can offer a discount to other members of EMAC um, to ch- come and check you out. We actually have job opportunities. So if you're looking to hire someone, we have jobs. Um, we need people to give us those discounts so that we can advertise them so everybody can see how well they work. Um, but I think it's a new part of our, our services that we've started offering that people aren't that aware of. So okay. it's something to help bring the awareness to the fact that we, um, that we offer you know, job postings. Um, we offer hot deals, member to member deals, so um, and member and deals out to the society as well. Like mm-hmm. they, you can offer one deal to a member, but you can offer a different deal if you have a sale going on or anything. You can always post it on Emacs website. And the more we do this, we're hoping more and more people start to go and look for them, and it'll start working out stronger. So we right. just need people to start yeah, using it. It's a great opportunity yeah, for a lot definitely. of new businesses coming yeah. out there too. And there's yeah. been a lot. I love the pandemic success. I mean, if you look at you guys started. Kelly started during the pandemic. Um, I think the very, I think Camille started at her job at Soul Focus the first day of the shutdown. Um, you know, it's just amazing how much your industry, just the group of you, ha- are great pandemic story, success stories, which has been really cool. Awesome. So, so again, but when somebody else who's listening to this podcast or, or out in the community wants to join you and become part of the, the uh, committee just reach out to Jen and uh, she'll put you in touch with you know getting you on the committee mm-hmm. because this is you know there's there's a couple of people in there but it is open to the public and it is mm-hmm. you know something that we want to expand and get more people involved in mm-hmm. and yep. uh, you know hopefully you know down the line that we you know expand it into uh, different areas and, and make it successful bottom line is though is you know part of the Chamber of Commerce we're looking to make your entire business successful um, and finding ways that we can add, you know, uh, content to your to your businesses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, 
what would you guys do? So I've been trying to really pay attention to how I'm also on the wonkiest chair here. I said that to Ming. I'm like, this chair is really not good. I said, it'll make me sit up straight. So I sit up more straight today. But um, what is something that you guys would advise for any person, athlete or not, to do on a daily basis to just maybe realign, stretch something? Like what's a regular good routine? Short, sweet, that they can add into their day that's not really exercise, but just a physical check-in almost. Yeah, I'm going to keep it real short and real sweet. Just move. It's so true. It's so true. There's, you know, yeah, I don't even so want to show you guys what I looked like trying to get up after sitting so for an hour and a half yesterday. That just kind of like Especially end, up, now. end up vegetating in their seats in front of their computer or watching TV or in front of their phone because they feel like there's nothing else for them to do. There is. You just get up, move, do some of the stuff that's going to get your heart rate up. Breathe. Mm-hmm. Move and breathe. The, the the simple things in life is is what we we tend to lack nowadays, and we got to kind of bring people back to that starting point and then build them back up. It's interesting because you said a lot of people are doing that, but then I've seen more and more people out walking that I've never seen before. Because they're taking that advice. Yeah, yeah. That's which why. has been awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely for sure. I definitely have not started doing that. <laughs> what cold and snowy? Yeah, so that's okay. Yeah, and I, you know, I get up and with a house full of people, I want to get up and get out of the house because I don't want to be in their way while they're all on the same schedule too. You know, yeah. so like, I either have to get up early and work out, and then wait mm. and shower and go to the office later, or just get up and go to the office now. So, are you working out? Are you like following, are you doing any like exercise classes online or what are you doing? I'm doing nothing. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. There are occasions when I, um, Jill and I, she hates when I mention this in public, but we do need them to move around a little bit. So we hear a song and we'll start dancing in the office for one mm-hmm. song. It's a little bit and it's not often. We should do it a lot more, but we don't. Um, but I need to, you know, I know that it's, I, I know mm-hmm. that's what I need to do. Yeah. So, like, so the way that, you know, we kind of integrate that into what we do, uh, you know, we have a... Excuse me one second. Do up? you know a Bill... Bill... Bill Deaver? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. my father Hello. He says, <laughs> Dylan, get closer to the mic. Oh, you can't hear <laughs> Is this better? I can hear that. Okay. Um... So what, what we what we try to uh, what we try to like do to kind of help with that in the general community because we saw a really big need for that um, Tuesday nights mm-hmm. six thirty uh, we just gonna say that we do have um, a an, an, a virtual yoga class so you don't have to leave your home it gives you a really good medium to be able to get up and move with with one of our instructors yeah. um, and we also offer uh, challenges actually you can go to our website and you can do some some health wellness uh, movement challenges yeah. that are there some of them are free some of them come with some of our packages that we provide in office right. um, there was a there was a walk jog run challenge yep, that we, and we did started that uh, uh, like probably that? like in the fall last year yeah. just to kind of like get people so. up and moving and and it kind of stuck with us because the people that did it we also have a meditation challenge the people that like actually got up and did it like came to us and they're like wow I actually I actually felt good and we're like no really, really? <laughs> really? we didn't tell you that as a test we kind of knew you would yeah <laughs> and it made the rehab so much better so yeah. now you said last fall but we know you didn't open thrive physically until yes. in colt's neck until right. december but mm-hmm. how long have you guys been in business as thrive and where, what were you doing before I that mean, we were we were just helping athletes that we wanted to help i think at that point um and we just saw like a social media um approach to being able to get information out 
and we we tried to take that approach and i think it worked out pretty well and we're like yeah well you know i think we could do this and we just kind of took off from there that's great that's great how do you get um like i know you're working with a lot of dancers is it word of mouth at the dance schools do you advertise Definitely. at the schools do you advertise with the instructors do you you know with your bodybuilders are you going to the gyms and speaking to people at the gyms like what how are you doing all that yeah um a lot of it right now we're doing like some uh some in-person stuff like we've we've got like i've personally gone to gyms and talked to people that uh that are bodybuilders powerlifters um that i've personally lifted with myself um i'm like you know this is what i'm doing they you know and they love to 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 work out lift with me because of my passion for what what i do in my personal professional life it kind of just bleeds over into the fun stuff and for me that's fun um <laughs> for me lifting 500 pounds over my head is a lot of fun yeah <laughs> and and you know Sorry. i've had a lot of people reach out to me about what to do don't laugh at me <laughs> she's, she's laughing at me you know and then laughing at you. um but yeah so you know like people like that you know we've gone to those locations we've t like tried to talk to people about it be like you know you know we could fix this you could end up lifting more weight and, and performing better and feeling better before, during, and after. Because you get a lot of people that, you know, like the, that are like those big ego lifters that, that'll go in, they'll pick up 400 pounds, and, you know, they'll end up, you know, borderlining crutches the next day because they can't stand up. Oh, There's, no. There, you know, we want to help people be able to do that but avoid the crutches the next day. Well, I was going right. to say, what's the use <laughs> of being able to be that strong if you're not that strong when you're done? To hold your body exactly. up. Exactly. And, you yeah. know, she's done the same thing with dance studios, which we've gotten a very good I'm actually, um, outpour from. working on putting together some workshops for the dance studios mm -hmm. where I would, I'll go in and I'll do, like, injury prevention seminars, performance enhancement seminars. Um, so that's kind of another way that I'm going to start to reach out more to the local dance studios in the community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We've, uh, we've also... Um, done I think a pretty good job of trying to get out like in our in the first quarter for the year um, we pushed out a, a promo via um, social media so we're doing some some paid advertising uh, through them uh, to really like push our recovery services um, because that is something that I feel like everyone can do right um, it's it's not something that you know just athletes can do there's like again those weekend warriors people that are you know the business by week train at night go back to the gym and then are competing in marathons and things on the weekends and need to be able to like carry over their their awareness to keep their jobs perform well at their jobs perform well in their physical physical activities from week to week and mm -hmm. that yeah. needs to carry over so just getting some body work you know coming in for mm -hmm. a massage we do cupping we have normatec compression all of those things um, you know, will help them be able to get through all of it. Right. Yeah. So is it just the two of you or do you, what do you have in with you? So it's the two of us, but mm -hmm. we have, um, for example, the Tuesday night class, we have a yoga instructor that teaches that class, a certified yoga instructor. And that's someone you've met professionally and yes. yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. Right. So. so here's my question. What's the best time of day to exercise? I know when I get up, I'm, I'm supposed, according to my nutrition, I'm supposed to have my celery juice first thing in the morning because it reduces my inflammation, not eat anything for half an hour, and I'm supposed to have protein. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, I think it's variable for everybody. Really? Yeah. It doesn't matter? Yeah. It doesn't, it's not a kickstock to your body? No, or... I'm not, I'm not going to say that like, that's, a, that's a fad, but there's, there's a lot of actual like, fad diets and fad things that, that come in and out of popularity over the years. And you know, like, there was like the Atkins diet years ago. Right, like, there's right. stuff like that that... You need to be able to just take 
the simple approach of you need to fuel your body for your body's demand. Right. Um, you know, if you're if you're super active, like in that high active range, five, six, seven days a week, you need to make sure that you're eating as such, and it needs to be healthy, nutritious food that's right. packed with uh, with those things that help your body be in the best possible um, state to perform and state to recover. And those are some of the big things that like, you know, when we talk to some of our athletes, we ask them like, you know, what are you eating on a daily basis? Because that genuinely affects your performance. For example, let's say you go out like uh, if your kids, um, you know, when they're playing soccer on the weekend, if they don't eat beforehand, you know, sometimes you'll get dizzy, you get lightheaded, you know, little upset stomach, stuff like that. Like that all affects your performance. And if you don't take your nutrition seriously, your hydration seriously, like that plays a huge effect on how you perform in your activities on mm-hmm. the day to day, both mentally, physically, and emotionally. Um, I know like, you know, when, when you're dieting down or cutting down for a show for bodybuilding, some of the, some of the first things that go is, is your, your mental and emotional health because you know, you're not giving yourself the things it, it's, it's, it's a, it's a rough sport. It's a very rough yeah. sport, but that's the demand of the sport. Um, they're very nutrition heavy. Um, but when you st- when you go from eating like exuberant amount of carbs that that produce these these chemicals and hormones within your body that help to you know produce that upper that 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 happiness uh, that you get from food you know when you start to take them away you, you kind of shrink back into that shell a little bit and, and you start to you know have a change in, in uh, emotional and mental health um, you know that's why we push the importance of this and we also have to recognize that that is also a demand of some sports and we have to operate within the confines so that they can perform properly i know a young bodybuilder that just floors me because i knew him when he was not doing that mm-hmm. and the change is amazing mm-hmm. but what yeah. i can see him lift when his mom posts stuff is a mm-hmm. it's a i mean he's so how do you combat that like that that change in the mental status um, you need to like sometimes like some things like that that could be a cause or stressor for anxiety, um, which again is is a stressor. When we look at stress as a as a total thing, um, to to the system, you know, stress is just a is a very broad word for stimulus. You know, what what type of you know stimulus are are you putting in on a daily basis, and how much you know you'll, you'll see healthcare providers like us use this analogy of like a cup, and every every stimulus you you know kind of take in, whether it's you know physical, mental, emotional, you know kind of fills that cup. And sometimes if your if your cup is either bigger or smaller, you can see that that spill over depending on the volume of the stimulus. Um, that's that's something that's important. And if we if we're able to kind of combat that by managing those stresses um, and and being able to keep ourselves regimented. That's why you see like bodybuilders when they make that transition or even like people that are heavy competitors that take their health and wellness very seriously with nutrition, um, their their mental uh, input, their emotional input. Sometimes some people actually like have to kind of shrink their circles a little bit and then they'll open back up again. But that's because they're re- recognizing that their cup size changes, right? Um, that they can't handle some of those other excess stimuli, uh, so they have to be able to kind of shrink that cup and keep them at a certain level, so that they can perform okay. at what they need. If that's if that's a kind of an analogy that makes some sense to you guys, it does. Um, there's a woman who her name's Lisa Church. She says, "Get up and move." I've been setting an alarm on my phone. <laughs> To move for one minute at least every hour. That's really good. I have that automatically mm. on my watch. 
Um, but I don't listen to it. So kudos, Lisa, for listening to it. I, I think you might have somebody who's encouraging you to do that on a regular basis close by, but I'm just saying. Um, and uh, <laughs> and um, we had a couple other people listen in. Allison Forte and John Forte said good morning, and Kevin Ertle from our ENG committee and our board reached out Hi, to say Kevin. good morning as well. Hi, so awesome. morning. We do have people listening. We do interact. Your family's been extremely supportive of you today, Dylan. Yeah, that's You know, great. they're I trying to help you be your awesome. best podcast they, ever. They are. They're they, they are, yeah. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's... Yeah, so we're, we're starting to wind down. You need to... What we haven't talked about is how do we get in touch with you? How do we oh, yeah, find out what's right, going yeah. on? What's your... You know what? What's your information? What What makes this work? Also, one of the questions that's been coming up in my mind to mm -hmm. just pre-ask: um, How does insurance play into this? How does cost play into this? How do people pay for this? Um, you know, I'm sure that you're you know well worth the money, but there's always yeah. those kinds of questions. Yeah, of course. I mean, the healthcare industry is very is very much so geared towards an insurance-based model. That's what the mass majority is. Um, for us, we took a different approach. We took a cash-based model. Um, for us, I think it dealing with the insurance company as a third-party payer to us um, adds other processes to our company when it's really being run by the two of us. We want to be able to treat our patients and be in the moment with our patients, not thinking about that stuff on the back end. Okay. Um, I think that that's why we like to go this route um, because really we like our services are about our patients' clients, the people that come in the door. It's not. It's it, it's not always about the money. We understand that that stuff keeps the lights on and allows us to continue to help as many people as we can. So we take that into account, but it makes it a lot easier for the two of us to be able to operate without all those extra stressors like I told you about, and it helps us pour our passion into our patients. With that being said, if you have out-of-network benefits, you can submit our bills to out-of-network benefits and mm -hmm. possibly get reimbursed depending on your insurance. So, mm -hmm. you know, there is still that option. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So we kind, of, we kind of play to both. So how do we find you? How do we find out what you do? Because there's a lot of things that you do. We're not going to be able to cover all of those. Mm -hmm. But, but yeah. what, where, where do we find out what you do and who should visit you? Uh, you can check us out on our website. We have a website. Thrivehealingandperformance.com. Uh -huh. um, you know, shoot us an email. You Thrive mentioned Healing. social media. What do you want and what's your tags? Yes. Yeah, uh, Instagram, I think we are both super, super active on. Um, and we love, like, if you guys are super active with us, uh, you know, she her, her handle is um, Dr. Dance DPT. Dr. Dance DPT. P D D P T D is Doctor of Physical Therapy. Okay. Doctor dot dance. I'm gonna try to put this in. And then I'm at the Notorious ATC. It's at the underscore and then Notorious ATC. You know we're you know we're constantly posting stories, trying to interact with people and our patients. And you can see some of our success success stories that get posted up on there as well. And the company itself is at at Thrive Healing and Performance. Okay. Uh, all right, I know I didn't get all this in here, but I'm trying. <laughs> so, uh, so just to wrap up, anybody who's who's a professional dancer, anybody who's a professional or, or really into their bodies and their workouts and, and sports, should take a look at what you do. Mm -hmm. And before they start to get hurt, come take a visit to you to at least find out what's going on with yeah. their body and we'll if do not a full evaluation it's total body evaluation mm -hmm. if you're having specific pain in an area well we will you know after the full body evaluation narrow in um 
but yeah. But, uh, but we're not waiting till we're hurt. We're not exactly. coming back from the, that's the surgery. That's not. You yes, can. Yes, those are you very can. important you people can. to you. But, mm -hmm. but the people who, what should happen is when you're getting involved in these sports to get somebody like you behind you to keep your body going for as long as time. Yes. You know, you can right. look at your physical therapist or athletic trainer as your secret weapon when it yeah. comes to performance yep. injury prevention. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. True. Awesome. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're, we're just running out of time. So definitely keep in mind if you're in the uh, in the industry that, you know, this committee is, is growing and changing. EMAC is here as your partner and let us know what your needs are. Uh, let us know what we're doing right. You yeah. know, uh, we kind of need to know that. If, uh, if you've had a positive outcome from uh, an interaction with somebody in, in EMAC, let us know. Let us know. Well, throw it up on our Facebook page. Let us know that, hey, yeah. I got a, a great lead from Tim to Elaine Chambray, who's selling my uh, condo, my mom's condo. Uh, you know, I've done mortgages for people throughout the chamber. It's become one of my, my best um, uh, referral partners uh, throughout the, the chamber. Uh, actually, my number one referral partner and that's what we're all about so we want to make that continue but we want to hear about your successes too we want to hear how that made it work we right. want that to uh to come out right and you mentioned elaine shimbray she's going to be our guest host guest co-host next next week with our spinnaker award winner volunteer of the year marie noglos and uh yeah and i think i'm being suckered into coming in as well but. yeah well you know they <laughs> elaine's the one that calls us Jenner, kelly and ryan you know she calls it she's like you she says to me you mean i have to be ryan and Marie said, I want Tim to be Ryan. So um, they're asking for Tim to come. So there might be four of us next week, too. But uh, anyway, that's it, that's I it. think. Thank We're you out. all so much. Yeah, thank you. No, thank you and, so much uh, for having us. We, we are yeah. excited about Monday the 10th, too. So we'll, we'll awesome. keep everybody up to date on that. Beautiful.